0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Some people would say that all Catholics are crypto-monarchists at heart. Even the ones who are very Republican. Some people would say that... Even Catholic republics, or you know, republics that are, let's say, historically predominantly Catholic, tend to very much treat their president as if he were a king. The series lately, the 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 crown has has renewed a huge amount of interest. I would say, internationally, uh, in in monarchy and in the whole ceremony around monarchy, which of course the British monarchy has always done so superbly well. I think that we all instinctively have a have a deeply romantic side. There's something in us that knows that there's something more to life than what immediately appears. And monarchy and the whole pageantry of monarchy somehow reflect the court of heaven. Now we say that, and I may be accused of blasphemy here, we say that the liturgy mirrors the divine liturgy. In the Roman canon, you know, you ask that, uh, command that your angel may take this, bear this sacrifice to your altar on high. The, the, the whole panoply and ceremony of a, a royal court in this life, to an extent reflects the majesty of the court of heaven. And I think that there may be grounds there, particularly if you've an artistic bent, particularly if you've a romantic bent, and as I said, I think, I think most Catholics do, for coming to a richer understanding of adoration. I remember hearing a story... Now, look, I don't, I don't know if it was true, but I thought, I thought it was an awfully good story, uh, of a French army officer senior army officer, who's was a devout Catholic, but not a man who was very good at prayer. And that the way he used to pray was to go in when there was nobody in the church, in full dress uniform, stand to attention and salute before the blessed sacrament, and remain so for quite some time. I think that man was not far from God. Consider that in adoration, you're playing a role in the court of heaven. You're a chamberlain. You're, you're, you're an official in the court of heaven. And it's not your job necessarily to have an experience or get a thrill. Now the mystics all warn us against this stuff. But humanly we want it. Humanly we want it. We want to grab an experience. We want some payback for our time. If you're not doing adoration, I think you should consider to, consider doing it. Adoration is undergoing a very considerable revival across the Catholic world. Even in Ireland. And I'm not being bitter or nasty, but the Irish Church really is not doing terribly well at the moment. But adoration's doing quite well a recent convert to adoration not that I ever thought it was a bad idea but it's really only since I went to the parish some seven years ago that I I was able to see the effect it could have and now I bitterly reproach myself that I didn't discover it earlier you see when you're there with the blessed sacrament and particularly if you do the graveyard shift and perpetual adoration particularly if you end up the only person in there Which is a very precious experience, very precious, very special. There it is. There he is. There you are. And all of the faith and all of the the beauty of the faith and all of the problems of faith come up right there in the royal court, in the presence. In the court of St. James, that it, it's, it's considered bad form to turn your back on the monarch, you back out. Interesting custom. My memory is that something similar used to often be done in Catholic churches many centuries ago. And, and it even imp- I, I think I heard of processions in which people would back. Face, facing the monstrance, certainly, when the monstrance is carried through through a crowd or procession, the acolyte with the censer or the thurifer, eh, as he's called, uh, will back, he'll back, and incense, incense the. Uh, now it can go badly wrong if the eye isn't clear, and incense the blessed sacrament uh, as he backs. We need we need to go into this much more deeply. There, there is an enormous revival of interest in monarchy. This isn't coming from nowhere. Consider Game of Thrones, which is a renewed interest in the medieval. Consider the tremendous success of Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, which is only 20 years ago. It's only 20 years ago. They came out. Wonderful films. Consider the success of the Narnia films, based on C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis' uh, wonderful stories. Steep yourself in this if you're so minded and you may find an understanding of God that you hadn't suspected through adoration. You're the Jacobite. Hmm? You're the follower of James. You're the, you're the Stuart with the, with the white rose. You're the one who supports the once and future king. The king over the sea. The king who is to come. To come back. The real king. Not impostors and pretenders. Spend time at his court. Console him. Talk to him. Be with him when nobody else will. Tell him that you'll stay, stay with him. You'll fight for him. You'll die for him. Give vent to your romantic impulses. I'm not saying that you should let them go crazy. We have a mind, we were given good sense, we were given prudence. But I'm saying that it's foolish to disrespect the life of the emotions and it's very foolish to disrespect the profoundly romantic impulses that are often at the heart of a Catholic spirituality. They're a legitimate part of, of the whole aesthetic around following Christ. Stay with the king. Be with the king. You know in battle, when the heat of battle was on and the king would always be present or often be present and if it looked like danger was coming towards him the knights nearby would shout to the king, to the king and they would crowd in front of him. That's what I'm saying to you here. Put your name down for an hour of adoration. And if you really want to spoil yourself rotten, put an hour, take an hour that nobody else wants when you can be sure of being on your own with them. You wouldn't believe how, how precious that can be. How very special and beautiful is an experience. And you stand there alone with your sword pointed to the ground And your hands on the hilt, your head bowed, keeping guard. You alone, before the King. God save the King. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.